we're back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Welcome sir, to a new episode of my homeboy's podcast. I got my homeboy Napoleon, and this is my homeboy Eric E Money, aka One Twenty One Dreams, and this is my homeboy Andrew. What up? I want to say Happy Father's Day to my dad. I know it's next week, but I'm gonna go ahead and shout that out. And my brother, and then this is my homeboy Twan. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all trash. <laughs> you could have definitely put that in your final thought. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, this man want to start off on a, on a loving note. Oh, uh, whatever, man. This is my homeboy Jason, and this is get get all extra cheesy with it. My, my homeboy is podcast. podcast. <laughs> you know it's funny though because that's like the most Drew have ever said during the intro ever. of this show. So ever. I I slick. Want to talk shit to you, but I'm slick proud of you because it represents growth and shit. Not growth. I'm, I'm shouting my father out, dog. That's love. That's oh, okay. you wouldn't be here without his okay. boss. Yeah, he definitely gave it. <laughs> Drew Drew definitely gave an outro for his intro. <laughs> and and he, about to leave, he about to leave literally within the next few minutes, so he let us know his final thoughts to start off. I feel you. <laughs> there we go. But I'm calling y'all trash because I asked Eric if he wanted to start off the show. And then Jason grabbed Yeah, he did. But you know, I'd be like, man, Jason, I, Jason, I appreciate Jason, you. Jason dropped his eyes, got that little sexy voice. So, yeah, welcome to the. Jason straight uh, Michael Jordan, that thing. Hey, you're He's like, he's not shot. ready. I'm a guy. You hesitated. That's how your hands shaking, your palms are sweaty. Knees <laughs> 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 His chicken on his sweater already. His essies. <laughs> oh, man. So it is a crazy, crazy time. The what? What are we calling it? The Omni Crisis that's going on. Man, got, let's just title this episode "About Last Night." Wow, that's a good one. That it's, is a it's, good. It's one. also the Kevin Hart movie I watch every night before I go to bed. <laughs> you watch it every night? That's your lullaby? Uh, nah, man. I just, I just need the white noise. I just play something. Why oh, that wow. particular movie though? Because With it's Kevin on Hart the top of the list. It starts with an A. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I that makes sense. A B. Yeah, it's, it's at the top of the list. I picked the first movie and let it play. That shit funny as hell though. Yeah, yeah. It's but a pretty good movie. I'm just yeah. mad it's gotta be white noise, especially with the social dynamics that's going on right now. Because yeah. Like, why don't you need black noise? Yeah. Right. What are you I trying didn't to say? Know it existed, honestly. <laughs> I don't think it's no such thing. But speaking of time, uh, Eight forty-six, man. Eight forty-six. Yeah, that, it is eight. Crazy. It is eight. It is eight forty-six p.m. right now. Yep. <laughs> so live. And and having to do with eight forty-six, Dave Chappelle dropped a special called right. Eight Forty Six. Man, damn near on a YouTube channel called Fuck Fuck Netflix. What what, what what's the name? No, of the no, it's it's Netflix is a joke. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's that's Netflix's channel. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it's promoting yeah. Netflix. What a cricket of the West Yeah, you got a little too woke. Adam and Post. Damn. Got him. That nigga Andrew hit you with a hard ass dumbass. I know, right? So he got down to the place. I feel like it was an ER behind the two S's. You were waiting for that one. Dumbass. Right. He took all that frustration from getting flamed by us. The one person, well, I know I had his back. I'll tell y'all, get on my own. Man, you was flaming him and then pretended like you had his back. Hey, man, but that's that's a Columbus, Georgia in me, man. I feel you. He did come back a little bit with Eric and his Capri pants, though. 
Oh, so you trying to bring that shit back up? <laughs> that shit, that shit fell to dead ears, and you brought it back up on Man, the podcast. Right. These are knickerbockers. I mean, it's like spackled capris. You know, they, got these are knickerbockers. You know, Man. What? It's a reason. They why, it's what? a reason why they call me pretty fly for a fat guy. I do shit out the box. Drew, I don't do the Drew say you got on skinny jean shorts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that boy with them daisies. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is though That's how black niggas That's really how black men Tell you look good Like we can't just say This shit yeah. This shit you got on is it fresh We just gonna flame you, you. Flame, yeah, But at the know. same time All y'all niggas Is gonna go home And be like I wonder where this nigga Got, got them, them pants Got <laughs> <laughs> These are not no motherfucking Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes come up above your thighs. These go down. And past you know my you knees. got flame when you start explaining yourself. That shit tied his hair around the kneecap, though. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see, I see how you niggas want to do on this podcast. I, I, I ain't talking about the shorts. Yet, listen, hold right. on. I am um, my BFF got some tight ass shorts. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> bro. All right, no, bro. It's cool I'm though. Cases on <laughs> all you niggas. Hold on, cool, cause you 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 sagging them, so it make it makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you sag the days you do? That's two from Napoleon, bro. Hold on. Don't hey, go like this. I got you. I got you. Hey, don't listen. BFL. This nigga got a retwist. Nah, he, got <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he don't want to say he don't know that. Right. Right. Listen. Right, but we ain't going to talk about Drew's own. Um, <laughs> grill barbecue master. grill master of the decade. <laughs> you talking about his uh, Spice Adams Halloween concert? <laughs> Drew got on some tube socks with some loafers. <laughs> he damn did. <laughs> it's all right, man. That's why I said I ain't gonna. What, what a fit it had. Yeah, on. I get quiet. That's, that <laughs> you know, that came from K and G suit. <laughs> Uh, now nah, that nigga with the ENS men's in Columbus. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, you give me the whole mannequin. <laughs> he is a Burlington co fatty mannequin, right? Those are them Spacey Adam shorts that don't nobody buy. Oh, my God. <laughs> then his thigh showing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can get a whole outfit for $5. <laughs> <laughs> hey, low key. Rude boy. He's switching it up. You know the shirt came with them shorts. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> we could get a three button polo. Oh shit! Why the collar waving at us, though? <laughs> that right man, side doing this. Man, that shirt tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did Twan just say doing this joke though? Are we are we gonna let that slide? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we gonna we, let that we, slide. What are you saying? Just like you, you slid on that it. fresh do rag this morning. <laughs> 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 you probably did a little shuffle in your room before you went to get your hair retwisted. Oh, well, you know I did. Nobody get it done. Been three years. Your twist lady was like, you're regular? <laughs> I don't remember you. Where you been? <laughs> you know I came when Obama was in office. <laughs> He had to hit her with the hey big head test to get back on the boat, didn't he? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I know we ain't talking about not getting hair done with Twan. Twan over here looking like a. Man, quarantine hair is fly, it, baby. It, oh, know what it is? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's fly? Yeah. yeah. That's what Andrew hair always looked like. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Nah, but we, Andrew but, said, I got a line up. It was like, where at? Like, did they, they lined you up in your history? Like, oh, <laughs> you had a memory I of bet, a line I bet that was a fast-ass line up. What <laughs> 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 of uh, what of the haircuts? All right, DJ. All right, $50. $50 for that? I hope you ain't tipping them. Shit. But back on Twine, looking like a uh, hungry Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh y'all niggas is coming with the heaters. Oh, hey, man, like, hey, look, let, but we're going to. Twine don't look hungry. Twine do not look hungry. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, Drew, I gotta go, Drew, bro. Really? Oh yeah, leave that on that one. You gotta leave. I'm about to get on now. And I, you know what, Drew? You get you can one up me this time. Oh, you man. got you one. You got he, you one. He did. He did. Take one of uh, Eric's work lotion with you. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, the, tell our listeners about that new hand warmer you got in. <laughs> My girlfriend in town. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> got three settings. <laughs> <laughs> but about the Dave Chappelle, because we definitely, oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess we felt the spirit of stand-up. Yeah, stand so up yeah, yeah Dave, Dave, Dave do it to you. Dave do it to you. But Woo. nah, it was, it was real. So, I mean, my thoughts on it, I feel like he was trying to, I, Dave is a black man. I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way. But if you listen to comedy, De, uh, George Carlin, he was channeling George Carlin that whole set. Because it was just like, he was just saying the shit that needed to be said. Yeah, George Carlin used to do that. Yeah. Like, he just, he just fucking speak the truth. Right, and it was like you know, you could relate to that shit. I feel like um, I already felt like Dave Chappelle was a legend, but this is gonna make him a legend like on another level. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it's not it's not exactly the same as like Muhammad Ali and like what our legends of like sports did in the past because it didn't take him going to jail or nothing like that. But I do feel like um, Dave Chappelle. They tried to fucking crucify Dave Chappelle. Definitely tried. Um, and when he was like, fuck that, I'm ready to come back. Like, we as a fan base in the community held him down. Like, and I, I think he deserved it. Like, he made me proud with that shit, in my opinion. What I appreciate is, is it, like, just his intelligence, the way he tell jokes and, yeah. and the stories. Um, because right before this came out, Zillia Banks. Oh, he dropped that <laughs> shit. I was like, yeah. damn, Dave, this is cool. and, and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to tell it all if I ever find out. Like, Azealia Bates told it all. <laughs> so, like, like most, most comedians take their platform to try to either defend or renounce right. some rumors. Dave was like, nah, I'm just playing along with yeah. that shit. <laughs> in the midst of dropping some heavy-ass shit, he just slid that shit in there. Like, yeah. that shit was fire, bro. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that man's a genius. Yeah, he is. He he like I feel like he definitely deserved his roses now, man. Cause he he has, like you said on the uh stand up, he has always spoken about this shit. Like even always. if you look at young Dave Chappelle, police brutality was a part of that shit. Sprinkle yeah. some crack on him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> If you look at his logo, it's uh what Marcus Garvey colors, right? Oh, yeah, black yeah, and green. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, 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 most definitely. He he always been on that having most deaf and Talib Kweli. Yeah, he always been on that tip. Days block party and all this stuff. Uh, Big Grounds. I want to I want to hear what you want to think about it. I mean, if we if you if it's something else we haven't touched on, so I watched it twice. Um, uh, me too. The first night, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't mentally prepared for the the real session that was coming from him. I thought it'd be a comedy, so I'd have been drinking. 
<laughs> had me a Set little, the mood. Had a little <laughs> edible from the Sky High cookie jar. Shout out to you. Shout out to them. And I was like, oh shit, like I blew my butt. Yeah. <laughs> I started standing up with my fist in the air before yeah, I man. went to stand up, but he spoke some real shit. And what was confusing at first, no, there's no joke. In the beginning, I didn't know if he was being passionate or being a comedian. Like it threw me for a, a loop at first. I, I'm expecting the stand up comedy. You know, Dave Chappelle was really unfiltered, uncensored. Yeah. And when he started transitioning to like current thoughts of what's going on, his voice infliction didn't change to a serious tone. So I was like, does this nigga just make a joke based off of what just happened? And then it took me like an extra two minutes or so to realize he's riding the wave of his emotions. It's no longer a stand up. It's really, I'm going to sit down on this stool. I have an audience. And y'all are recording me. You're about to release this on a national level. I'm giving my real thoughts. So wait, to piggyback off what you said, it's not even a... From a comedian standpoint, I don't know anybody else who's made such a, in my opinion, a print on like black culture the way he just did with this with this twenty six yeah, minute stand. That, that's uh, that's a good observation. Dick Gregory. Well, oh, that, but that's yeah. Dick Gregory is like he's during our time, but he's also mainly before our time. Like true, that's like, true. Like Dick Gregory, he one hundred percent like spoke the truth about everything, but Dick Gregory didn't have like. Not to take anything from Dick Gregory. No, I actually feel, now that you said Dick Gregory, I actually feel bad. Well, not feel bad that I brought up George Carlin because George Carlin, that was his only thing. He wasn't actually funny. Dave Chappelle and Dick Gregory were, were both funny. George and Carlin was yeah. funny. He didn't actually tell jokes, though. He It would it would be funny, but his Seven jokes. Seven words you can't say on TV or something like that, whatever the joke was. Dick, George, he got jokes. But anyway. Anyway. Dick Gregory, like, I feel like, I feel like, like, Fucking Dave Chappelle is on the highest stage and highest platform that a comedian can be on, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, Kevin Hart is like as far as like money and fan base and like what he's done as far as numbers, he's up there too. But like uh, Dave Chappelle is using that platform to speak in a way. That can be delivered in a way that maybe like like Dick Gregory, he spoke the truth one hundred percent. He was one hundred percent for the people, but he wasn't he wasn't able to get on that stage because that stage wasn't like it wasn't allowed by the the no, media. Back then, like, it wasn't media, allowed yeah. by the gatekeepers. Like Dave Chappelle was really dope about him, and why I say he'll go down in history is like Dave Chappelle literally created. That platform left it when he chose to and came back when he chose to. And, like, he's such a genius and he's, like, such – he's so talented that – He true to himself. It does, right. And it doesn't matter what Dave Chappelle says. You cannot ca- cancel Dave Chappelle. There's nobody that can cancel Dave Chappelle. Like, there's – he's talked about the fucking LGBTQ plus on the, on whatever the, the fuck. Line. On the previous no, one. And, I, and when I say – I use those profane words around that, not to disrespect that community. I just Bro, don't know. Did. I'm saying that for the followers, because I, I, I don't want them to feel disrespected. Right, you, you were saying it as in, I feel you like, don't know, not yeah. as in, like yeah. it ain't shit. It ain't you know important. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just, I just don't know. But I feel like he they should was, ask questions. <laughs> they should ask questions if they feel like we. If I'm trying to be offensive, I'll let you know. But other than Got that, you. I'm not. You know, one thing you did, you mentioned Kevin Hart, right? And this ain't like directed towards you, but I had a homeboy, like a friend in a, a group thread. He brought up 
yeah, Dave Chappelle's the greatest. Fuck Kevin Hart. And I told him straight up, like, it just came out of reactionary. I said, you know, you can enjoy one person <laughs> without right. bringing up the other person right, and putting them down. That's, that's what, to like, me, we do that shit with every, even with the Jordan shit. How many people go bring up LeBron? That's because, Brett, I'm sorry. You gotta, up, go we got to learn as a whole, you can enjoy somebody, their impact. You don't have to compare them to the next motherfucker in that same field. Just enjoy, like, giving roses what you said. We can give roses to whoever's going, who's doing them, making an impact without having to also bring down the person that you're comparing them to. Right. So I felt like when he said, like, man, like, right now, I mean, I'm not sure what Kevin Hart's doing. I really don't care. I don't, personally, I don't look to a comedian to make a, an impact for a Black Lives Matter in this movement. Right. They'd be the last person I would look into. So when Chappelle did, like, damn, that shit was creative and genuine. I feel like this nigga knew, like, he it felt like he played Netflix. Like, he about to do a stand-up. Yeah, y'all record this, but I'm going to give you some real shit for 26 minutes. Yeah. But see, net, Netflix is... With the shits anyway, like yeah. Yeah. they they with the shits anyway, cause they they got strong black lead. They have a bunch of programs that are like centered around black people, and they didn't just start that shit when like shit started going off like a lot of other companies did. But it, even to speak to Kevin Hart, bro, like I'm not a big fan of his stand up anymore, cause it's just like it's just. I do this because I can do this in a stadium and I know I'm going to sell out. I feel but, like, yeah. But Kevin Hart, like, he's probably done more for, like, other comedians yeah. than any other comedian right. does because yeah. he's created platforms and he also fucking put money behind, like, your the comedians that you follow on Instagram. Like, he's putting... It's it's like he's not too big for to fuck with anybody in the comedy game. So I respect him all day for that. All uh, the, not all the just stand up community, like just even like social media stars. Like yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like what's his name? Uh, DC Young Fly. Uh, dude that played Bobby Brown. Oh. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I know you're talking Wood, about. His name yeah, Woody, Woody. Woody the Great. Woody the Great. Yeah, yeah. So he uh he started off from LOL Network. Yeah, he Woody the Great. Like he was though. He used to do like the the Kevin Hart's uh he did on voice. his own and Kevin Hart put money behind. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kevin Hart gonna transition into a motivational speaker once the comedy kind of. He wants to be that I now. He already tries to do that. Yeah. like I think I'm if, sorry. If you if you when Kevin Hart gets serious, it's always almost like Jamie Foxx. If you watch any Jamie Foxx serious roles, it's always the same tone, inflection. He squint his eyes a little bit. And he sound the same. same. Same thing. When Kevin Hart's about to get the, you know, you can tell when he's about to be funny, he's about to be serious. And it's like, I don't. It don't seem genuine, I, right? I can't. I can't yeah. listen to this. <laughs> like, I, would do, I will not receive the message just on the delivery. One thing, one thing I did want to say just about, like, because I wanted to make a comment about the competition thing. Like, that's very, like, a uh, black African-American thing, like, because of how we've been indoctrinated, like, by our oppressors and shit because everything that we do is a competition like you know what i'm saying like we what we learned growing up was a competition like you know what i'm saying like you had to be the best at everything like that's just that's just being black period like you feel like you have to be the best at everything you do to like exist or like have a place in the world even with the simplest stuff like you couldn't like I used to like McDonald's and Burger King. Well, you can't, you can't like them both, right? You know what I'm saying? And that's like we 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 internalize that shit on ourselves I, I so much. I, I don't. I want to cut you off right here, just a little bit, just because I go back to Talladega Nights. If you're not first, you last. That's that's the American ideology. Just 
since inception. So I I see where you're going with it, but I don't necessarily. Well, that, that's not true because uh, the Confederate lost the war and they trying to be first. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, like. <laughs> I hate to like speak of Django, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like the Mandingo fights and shit like that. True, like, true. Like we are, we are so competitive against each other because it's normally only one spot in the room for, for us. us. Absolutely. So like when we see, we we kind of we kind of pass along that at the same way. When we see our celebrities, we see our heroes, we see black people that are doing big shit. We like we we automatically kind of cancel out everybody else in the room because we want to focus on one because that's all we know. But like one thing as a as a person who has a black business, one thing that kind of encouraged me to do what I do and like have confidence uh, was I'd be riding on Pleasant Hill, right? Uh, y'all know about Pleasant Hill in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, literally like Koreatown, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You go into one of these shopping centers in, in um, Pleasant Hill, Hill bro, yeah. there's like four of the same fucking restaurants. The same tea shops, the same pastries and, the, and all this shit, and they all Korean. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you look at that, and it's like, well, I'm pretty sure... When they the the first motherfucker to come there, the second one was like, man, they up here, so I can't do this same type of business. They're like, fuck that, I'm I'm coming. Oh, y'all got a spot available for me to rent? I'm gonna put my shop in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, think I, about it. When's the last nineteen two soul food restaurant? Right, right next to, in mm-hmm. in the same fucking city, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the, the same square mile. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, but that's that's that mindset where it's like. Cause I even even before I started business, like I used to think like I had to find something to do that nobody else was doing in order to be successful. Right. Because mm-hmm. if somebody else was doing, I was competing with them, or they already got their lane and they already know all this shit. It ain't room for me. You know what I'm saying? Until I I, I literally started looking out the world and like every. Every place you go, there's another one of that shit. Like right, you know what I'm saying? Within mm-hmm. a within a quarter mile, if it's a restaurant, it's, it's hundreds of restaurants in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And even now, if you look at the list of black restaurants, it's it's starting to be hundreds of restaurants. But I I just I said all of that to say like I feel like. We got to stop competing with each other. Absolutely. Like we got to stop looking at each other like. You know, it's only room for you or me. Like, I've, I've been to Africa, f- short flex. Yeah, we got to quit playing life like it's a zero-sum game when it comes to us and not others. Right. I went to Africa, slight flex again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> and when I was in Africa, so I went to Senegal. It's a big market culture. Like, every... I'm I'm an African American. As soon as I walk out the door, everybody knows I'm not from there. So everybody's trying to sell me something, right? And if they didn't have anything I want, I wanted, they was cool. They're like, "Hold up, I'm gonna go get my cousin or go to my cousin's shop right up here." You know what I'm saying? Let me introduce you to my brother. Like, name one family. They weren't really cousins. It was just like 
if if I ain't got shit you need, I got I know somebody that got you shit that you need, and I ain't afraid to put on. I ain't afraid to introduce you to this person that got the shit that you need because like we all win when one of us win. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? That goes out what he said too. <laughs> it's American mindset. Right? Yeah, it is yeah. an American mindset, but that shit like it changed me. Mm-hmm. Like it changed. Just like how I think about like what I do for other people, and especially like business, like I just I, I feel like we just need that here, and I and I don't think it's a black thing. I don't think it's a, a any it has anything to do with fucking melanin. You know what I'm saying? The no, actual it. melanin. It just has to do with how we've been indoctrinated here. Yeah. So Twan has said something about the uh, Confederates, and we just had we just had King on live. So please check out our live. Uh, it's posted on our IG. Which is my homeboy podcast on IG, and you can listen. To it. Yeah, I appreciate Twan I'm for sorry. laughing. I, I appreciate that. Check out our IG. It's my homeboy podcast on IG. IG. <laughs> I was gonna say Instagram, but I couldn't think of it. Nah, see that's how your homeboy. Shameless playing. plug. Oh, right. but nah, check it King, out for real. Nah, most definitely check it out. And then King Williams was on our uh, episode caps capping cartoons as well as our bonus Thanksgiving episode. But he was talking about the Confederate monument. So uh, yeah. we had, we had you had a question about that, Twan, didn't you? What? Just say the question. <laughs> I don't I don't remember it. I, you you had phrased it so perfectly that did. I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to take I, away from I, it. I went into this so. whole fucking monologues and I, and I apologize cuz I'm very passionate about this shit like but you you did mention the uh confederacy okay i, I got oh, it oh oh it, it was about yeah no nah, i definitely got it thank you for yeah uh word it perfectly Tuan's question was can atlanta really be considered wakanda with voter suppression and police brutality. Okay, that yeah. wasn't the Confederacy thing that he said. That, that's why. That's why I say say the question because you know Napoleon, the way his brain works. Oh, it'd be you, all over. The place. You never know what he's thinking about. Hey man, I just got a lot of. I got a lot. So they got a lot of tabs on. That's why I was like, hey. I'm like, look, man, don't don't be trying to, you know, what I'm saying, don't throw me the assist, take the shot. Because you know the Confederate thing was. If you're not first, you last, and the Confederacy lost, but they wanna they want credit like they was first. Right. right That's right. what he said during the podcast. But the live. No, nah, you said it during the. Oh, you what? got some tabs open. The yeah, live. No. Some tabs during the live. Bro, right. you, you literally just said that shit after hey. after he when you said Shout it's out like to my two petty homeboys. I just trying to make sure Jason, you do you want to answer this question? Oh. <laughs> I do. As, a, as a Atlanta Metro Atlanta uh, native or uh, resident, how do you feel about Atlanta being considered Wakanda with voter suppression and police brutality? So before I get to the Wakanda part, I from elementary school. We know our age. I've always thought the Confederate flag was racist as fuck. I've, that was instilled in me at a young age in Georgia. If you uh, see somebody proudly riding down the street with a Confederate flag on their pickup truck or on their hat, nine yeah. times out of ten, they race. Be careful. Yeah, like hey, so, you can have white friends, but not them. Exactly. <laughs> so we're talking about twenty two decades later, and now they decided they want to remove the shit. The fuck were you waiting for, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the truth of it is like them motherfuckers still haven't owned. Like they talk about the past being a bad thing, but they still don't own doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they don't own, they don't actually own fucking like being a part. They don't accept it. Like the like somebody said that the Germans, the Germans 
acknowledge and accept that they're part of World War One. Yeah, South oh, Africa. World War II, I'm sorry. World War II, yeah. And, and they, there's no Nazis, nothing, nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They, they, hey, that was our past. That's not us now. Let's move forward. South Africa, they had truth and reconciliation. Yeah. Like, um, America, American history is fucking America's fake like, and flawed. Yeah, yeah, you know, America would think after, the, uh, after slavery that, you know, slaves... <laughs> You know, black people just went to Tulsa, and nothing happened in Tulsa. Right, <laughs> so yeah. they just left, you know they just left afterwards. So y'all just told me that these motherfuckers are in the first stage of grief, which is denial. And oh, we yeah. got twelve oh, yeah. more goddamn stages. To go. I'm sorry, that's what I heard. I'm sorry, right. America is like, I'm sorry, America is like that's fucked up. Wouldn't let that shit happen to me though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Let me tell That's how they feel about slavery. Let me throw y'all a curveball. So how do you feel when one of your white friends, peers, co-workers says, you know what, I'm so sorry? When they just come out of nowhere and apologize for everything. I wish they would apologize to me. They haven't apologized no. to me? No. Nah. Man, oh, man. I, I've had a couple of like, hey, you know, check on me. Are you good? You know, Maybe they don't like me. Which yeah, is, I'm cool. You with. need a haircut. That's why. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they like, somebody reached out to me and met. You know what? I'm just praying for you. I'm sorry. You know, I never went to, was a part of. It. I don't believe him, but I'm just sorry for anything that my race has done to oppress African Americans. Out of they, nowhere, I was like, damn. But one is because they finally see the shit. Like, and not, no, not, I, that's not, the thing. Here's why I feel like we can't give them all that genuine past. Yeah, Some people I, are scared of they don't if they don't I'm vocalize. So glad Jason said this. <laughs> if oh they don't God. vocalize and they're sorry, they feel like they're in that area where we might be mad this motherfucker. Like, I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. But I, I will also say, like, it's if it, two things can be true that's, at the same time, that's always that's, the truth. That's mm-hmm. my mantra right now in life. Like, two things can be true. I feel like the apologize to a black person tour that most white people are going on. Is their way to be like, well, I did my one thing. I'm over Thank it. It's, you. It, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> I apologize to Jason, so I'm not racist. Like, even on social media, the, the white folks that are joining the movement on their social media page. You know, I don't put much too much stock in the social media. What you say on it don't mean shit to me. Right. I, I, but if you follow my page, I talk a lot of shit. Right. Yeah, Jokes yeah. and just show off my family. <laughs> Other than that, you don't see me putting no real shit up there unless I'm promoting some shit that's going on. Yeah. With it. I, like earlier, I posted a uh, shout out to. Uh, Superman on Instagram, Brian Day for the Conquer Today shirt. But stuff like that is what I do. But I feel like with the white people that feel like, All right, I need to put up a post to let these black people know that I'm with them. I, I feel you because, like, um, the week of the protest, like, every day that week, um, <laughs> we have a daily meeting. And every day it was about, like, essentially how we as a company was – um, plan how we were gonna do something to play a part in this movement, or like accept this movement as being true, and, and like kind of accepting that this is y'all reality. So we want to, you know, we want to make sure you guys know that we care and we're there with you. And a part of me is like, is it, it feels exactly like that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A part of me, like a big part of me, is like, you. It took you motherfuckers this long to see it, but it's just like. It's just like Dave Chappelle said, man. Like it, it took it takes for people to understand that, like George Floyd, you know what I'm saying? Is them, you know what I'm saying? Right. And go well, ahead, finish your thought. I got. I'm just saying, I got something to say after you're done. I, I'm just saying, I was my 
my whole way of looking at majority of this shit, like regardless if it has to do with white people, like is fucking celebrating the shit that we've been fighting for. Like we've been we've been protesting and speaking up about this shit for the country to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And for people who who who's dismissed it to actually see that it's a reality and now that people are actually seeing that shit is a reality you know what i'm saying we gotta kind of like we gotta accept that we've have some victories from it that don't mean that like you gotta you know motherfuckers capping at you 100 percent. don't play into the cap but don't also get lost to the point where like you're you blinded can, right yeah, yeah. yeah and I you absolutely. completely you know miss the what is it you miss the blessing or you the, miss the, the feel the, for the what is it you missed the you missed the forest yeah forest, forest for the trees for yeah. the trees yeah, yeah, what yeah, the hell like type of country you fucking uh, <laughs> man one of my brothers anyway what i was <laughs> going to say is on the same lines of what you were saying uh starbucks starbucks was a company that at first was like oh we're not gonna allow any black lives matter uh apparel in our in our company right and yeah, then they said out to apologize and now they're coming out with black lives matter Starbucks uniform. Fuck man. What? So let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. not buy into that shit. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm glad you said it. You did not go and buy into it. I'm going to read you E! News or E! You know, the, the entertainment mm -hmm. channel, their statement. They say, E! stands behind in solidarity with the black community against systematic racism and oppression experienced every day in America. We owe it to our black staff talent, production partners, viewers to demand change and, and accountability. To be silent is to, is to be complicit. Oh, yeah, complicit. That's whatever. That, they need a new PR person. Black Lives Matter hashtag. Uh, Philip Wheeler's wife. Oh. Uh -oh. Actually, so, uh -oh. Nicole, I think on that middle name, Nicole Wheeler. Uh, she was on the show Wives and Girlfriend Wags of Miami on E! News. Uh-huh. She commented, it's pretty lengthy, but I'm going to share all the good stuff. She you said, really will. She said, stop it, E! Entertainment. Y'all know good and well, y'all don't care. Y'all do not care to show representation of people of color on your network. Wags Miami had an amazing ratings and was canceled. If it had not been for the many times I was asked not to wear braids and to straighten my hair, and other countless times uh, I felt like I was acting too black, I probably wouldn't have felt this way. But when I turn on the TV and see who was replaced with, it makes sense. It's a shame because I got and still get so many people reaching out saying how happy they were to see black women sharing, uh, shining the way we did. I have yet to see another show on this network that captures how women of color are amazing mothers, entrepreneurs, and black women, and better showing strong black families. And you can read the rest of her statement on the uh, Instagram post. So... A lot of these apologies are just publicity stunts in order to try to keep the black dollar, dollar. in their business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree. So <clears throat> I want to I want to kind of transition the conversation a little bit to ask you guys what it would take or what do you guys think it would look like for y'all to actually believe these companies? Because we've seen a whole bunch of name changes, a whole bunch of days, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of I guess symbolic gestures, but not anything that's actual. They would need tangible. to take the Ben and Jerry's approach. Can I can I start this answer off? Oh, okay. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. So while we know who's phony as fuck, Starbucks is obviously 
Flip flopping fake. Fuck Starbucks. I never. I'm not even a coffee person, so fuck Starbucks. Yeah, right. absolutely. All right, so that flip floppy bullshit. Kiss my ass. We want to take all the momentum and, and vocal support we can get, no matter what company. Absolutely. You don't want to like, like I said, fuck Starbucks, but they want to at least joint throw their name in the hat. Right. I hope that the name's at the very bottom so it doesn't get pulled. But <laughs> at the same time, you saying it, I'll take that. Right, yeah, I, I say this stuff is appreciated, but we know that it's not an actual change. And yeah. What, what, please continue, Big Grant. So, with that being said, man, anybody, let me go take this a little to the previous episode, right? I wasn't a part of the discussion, but you mentioned, I've seen this, I've seen this slogan a lot. If you're not saying something, you're a part of the problem. Yeah. I don't think everybody, if you don't know how to articulate your words, you don't need to say shit. What well, okay? A good point. I'll be honest. Like every white, black, what color, what race, what origin. If you don't know how to articulate your words in a proper form, right now is not the time for you just to jump in and say some shit publicly. If you don't know what the fuck you're saying, you're gonna piss somebody off. Especially we're talking about our people. So Starbucks decided to say, "Oh no, we're not gonna lie. No Black Lives Matter apparel in our store." I'm not sure who their PR person is, but they 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 fucked up forever. They like, quote unquote shit the bed. Yeah, that, that's, that's no, I don't think there's no, like, even with Drew Brees, I know where I'm, I'm not changing topics. No, nah, you're good. But I'm just giving it a, per- a perfect example. Right now is not the time. You're not articulate your words, Drew Brees, or whoever else it stands with what Drew Brees' message was, and he backtracked on within 24 hours. Uh, 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 you need to shut the fuck up. Like, this is not your time, this is not your moment. If you want to be against it, then be obviously against it. Don't try to sh- straddle. Straddle the straddle the fence, but also have your weight shifted to one side so we can't like we don't see the shit going on. That's like he said, everybody doesn't need to say nothing unless you're going to be honest. Like if you're going to be, I feel like I have more respect for somebody who's going to be a blatant racist. If you're right. going to make it known, like fuck that shit, Confederate flag, white lives matter, all that. If you look me in my eyes and say that shit, you get more respect. I may not like you, right? But you'll <laughs> definitely get my respect. Like all right, at least I know where you stand. It's these other people that was the Starbucks. We're back to Starbucks that will show their colors, realize the financial impact is coming to their ass, and now you want to change course and act like you just on the front line. Fuck all that, man. Right. The point is, know who the fuck you're dealing with. Whether it's a company, a person of any color. Know who this person is you're dealing with, whether it's with your money, with your friendship, your loyalty, your business ventures, whatever, and realize, yo, just because they say the right fucking thing right now, white people, obviously, doesn't mean they got our back. And, and okay. I want to add to I want to add to that and like how you were saying they flip flopping you can tell that they don't actually understand what the issue is or how deep it runs because they're treating it as if it is a trend not like it's actual lives of people that are dying and getting shot up and <clears throat> in their own houses that's just it I mean what flabbergasting or whatever that word whatever big word you want to say is is absolutely insane to me that they they treating this like a trend so it, it's enraging and we we that's why we're seeing protests continuously and all this stuff eric i do want to hear what you got to say because you always have some wild wise <laughs> and uh insightful words for us okay so i'll just say um i disagree with you jason and the, the reason why i disagree with you as far as like people not speaking when they don't when they can't articulate themselves I, the reason why I disagree with that is because those are teachable moments. Like, when you hear a person try to give their perspective, most times that's an opportunity for that person to learn some shit that they 
they just didn't know. Because when you speak some shit, just like Drew Brees did, like, motherfuckers come for your ass and they make you know. You know what I'm saying? They teach your ass. So it's like, it's just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of like you just get your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, if you don't get your ass whooped, you generally don't learn. That's why motherfuckers who don't get whoopings, they just like be fucking off. And I, I, I get it. Like, that's a good take. Uh, I like that perspective. That's just my perspective on that specifically. Now, I will tell you, I was in the fucking mall today, Lennox, and the Starbucks below Lennox, where I work, <laughs> is fucking closed, but they had the employees in there cleaning today. And they had on shirts, Starbucks shirts with Africa on the fucking shirt. And Man, I'm like, Starbucks from Seattle. But look, though, this is this is the thing, though. As pro-black as I am, and as much as I love Africa, for you to put Africa on the shirt, you're fucking missing the point. It's patronizing. Just like you, you, just like you said, they're fucking uneducated. They're not even connected because, one, this shit ain't about Africans. Like, I fucking, I, I'm not saying. We get it. No, <laughs> no we, we get what you're saying. This is about Africans in America. Right. This yeah. is about. Black folk, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. This is that shit is like that shit is like ADOS. deflecting it. It, it almost know? feel like they chastising the movement, right? By yeah. fucking redirecting the shit yeah. to something else. Now, if you had a Pan African <laughs> Africa on there, right. or you had Pan African flag on the shirt, that'd be different. But I'm sorry, I don't know why I seen that shit and I was like. I'm like, how the fuck do I feel about this? Because I, I like the fact that there's Africa, but at the same time, I, I feel spited as an African-American. And also... Or a black person. You're yelling. <laughs> hey, he passionate. He's feeling it. Did he spit on you while he was yelling? He almost. He almost got on my water. I've been, drinking, I've been drinking this ice cold water all day. I even put it on Facebook. Ice cold, baby. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. I apologize, right, but no. this is my last my last thought on this whole company this, shit. We're going to rename this uh, Eric and his homeboys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this one back, they, bitch. This, this, <laughs> this why they let me speak for the rest of the episode. <laughs> they was trying to they they tried to get a whole season out with them talking because they knew I was going to take over when <laughs> when I okay. This is my I'm I'm make it quick. Last thing about these companies. First thought was fuck them. Because at the end of the day, if this is the first time you decide to to shout Black Lives Matter, you ain't about that shit. You went because you had an opportunity to see many Black people die. You had an opportunity to see many protests happen, and they what the reason why they're doing this shit is because when we decided to protest with our dollars, they got fucked up, and they don't want they don't want to be on that list of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially that we now not with coronavirus, where you just can't get all this right. money. They yeah. they can't they can't stand for us to be like, all right, we ain't gonna shop with y'all niggas. So they like, oh, black lives like, and that shit is everywhere. I right. I feel conflicted about it because I'm like, yeah, and then I'm like, nah, that motherfucker just trying to get my dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what? There's, 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 a, there's a picture. To your point, uh, they put. It was a store on the on the door say yes we're open Black Lives Matter rest in peace rest in peace Floyd George. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like man where the comma you know what I'm saying you do a last name first name you know what I'm <laughs> right <laughs> first name last name no right yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's fucked up though yeah it is. like 
Go but, ahead. Uh, I, I'll say, like, what I think, I don't know if it's true. They said Sephora is dedicating 15% of their shelf space to black, uh, or, yeah, I think black, not minority, black uh, people that Cosmetic make, companies. Co- black cosmetic companies. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I couldn't find out. Like, black people that make makeup and shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they said they were dedicating... <laughs> But they said, <laughs> they said you know, that was, I don't want I don't want to cut drop, but you reminded me of uh Yvonne Orgy talking about when she'll play taboo. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, you know you be on Instagram and then the chick take a picture with her clothes on. Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was talking about me. I, I felt that. I was like, yeah, uh-huh, that's me, because that's what Taboo is for. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, back to it. Like, that's that's what I want to see. I want to see companies step up and dedicate a percentage to black and minority companies, mostly black, because this is about black lives. We ain't pussyfooting around, you know, all this other stuff. But, like, stuff like that. But you saying, like, oh, we're going to change the names of all these uh with, with the the government buildings and the military bases, yeah, y'all should have been did that shit. That shit was built after the fucking war anyway. Like the monuments, the motherfuckers should yeah. come down. So like, so so one thing I meant to say on the on the live with King, I'm glad uh, we kind of circled back a little bit. Um, the mayor of Birmingham said that Birmingham wasn't even a city during the Confederacy. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. It said it wasn't even a city. Like it make. I mean, of course, that territory was a part of Alabama. Right. No. But, no, no. but you know, it wasn't Birmingham. Like Birmingham, yeah. Birmingham got established. Birmingham, one of the most after, racist places I know, though. But it's a majority black city, right? It's just the white parts of Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of Hoover? Yeah, Hoover. Yeah, because Irondale and Hoover just sound racist. Go to Hoover. Westfield and Fitz, Litchfield, all them. Just because you went to school in Alabama. Yes. You know, all this, what school you went to here? Go ahead, shout out. I went to Alabama State University. The Alabama State University. Go ahead and let them folks know what's up. But y'all HBCUs, y'all stay together. Oh, yeah. Somebody tried to talk about us. I see. Before I go to this question. You got fingernails like you cut blunts for a living. Um, <laughs> man, my Medicare lady just opened up this week, man. Uh, She's fully booked. Please go see her. Yeah. Um, listen, <laughs> when y'all think about these companies, right, what is the first company that comes to your mind? You said they've been, they've been rocking with us. Besides FUBU? <laughs> Besides FUBU. <laughs> Shout out to David <laughs> Uh Stacey Adams. <laughs> Like you had come back to you. <laughs> like I would say Nike. Nike has showed it from the, even the Kaepernick stuff that they were like, yo, I'm listening. My ears open to y'all. I'll fuck with you. Yeah, because yeah. I, I say Netflix and Nike, no. Nike. Oh, there you go. Nike fuck around with black people. Hold on. I, they could be bankrupt. I, well, <laughs> you know, not, not, to, not to be checks over stripes, but we could say uh, Reebok. Had to throw that out there. That just curveball, mini taps. There we so, go. So nah, nah. But no, Reebok and Run DMC, all this good stuff they did. That, they, was, I Adidas? Think, that was Adidas, bro. Oh, damn, that's what I meant. I was yeah, check. You said checks over stripe. You said Reebok. I was trying to throw the curveball and I fucked myself up. <laughs> right. But you curved your own. Yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. He, he didn't want to with that one. My man. bad. My bad. I, n- I never told y'all what I was talking about, but I was saying Adidas. We know this. Is, I was, we we talk to you on a daily basis. Yeah, I was saying Adidas because Adidas did the first endorsement deal with hip-hop artists 
So that's why I would say. Uh, yeah, that's, that's black history. Yeah. I think, but, if you look, but current, I mean, I, if you take away fact check that Was that prior to Jordan's deal or post? Uh, I don't know. He's a hip hop. But I'm just saying, well, I mean, like, that's just black and black. I thought Run DMC signed before there was ever a Jordan Nike. Because that's how they did the My Adidas thing. I seen it on the documentary. My what uh, year did Adidas. that come out? I'm like saying, because this, this is all around 80s. the same time. Mm. The 80s. Because when did Jordan go to the league? I mean, Jordan said, wasn't the said, first black said, athlete, I, though. He said hip hop, though. I know, I know, I'm just saying. I, I get it. But I said. He can't, he can't so I, I threw the curveball. I said checks over okay, strikes. Okay, my bad. And then I said Reebok just to throw y'all off because Reebok is funny. No, you and wasn't. Then, you was nah, nah, dead nah. Ass but, dead ass this Reebok. nigga got some new twists and now he nah, confused his shit. That's, that's why I was, was going to bring it back to the Adidas. Side, you, know, you know the full head be having them balls? That's why I was bringing it, bring it back to my Adidas. You know Napoleon got a five head. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that's tried, why I was bringing it back to my Adidas. You tried to say Adidas. your do-rag is real extensive. I'm going to stay on top of it. What y'all talking about? He said your do-rag is protruding. What y'all talking about? Put your do rags over your nose. You don't get no gold <laughs> tips on your under your dress. Are you up for the bees? Nah, on I, 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 I look at you trying to roll. <laughs> 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 he trying to do reconnaissance. These is easy. So uh, if you was looking at shoes, I got on slides. I mean, uh, I, mean, I got on my I'm favorite slides, man. Just, the little grooves, smooth as hell. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going. I'm just doing recon. I'm gonna hit you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel though. I feel. I I, yeah. I kind of get how you. you now, think. I, I was a plan. Yeah, I was. You know. I know you. you I know, know you didn't re- mean Reebok. I didn't mean Reebok. I was throwing the curveball. But yeah. So I tell you. So to say that, not to get too and controversial with the checks over stripes things with the Adidas versus Nike and all that good stuff. I say Adidas because you said Nike. Gotcha. So checks over stripes. That's what you like. Nah, man, I'm good. You don't get it. Okay. Um, but no, nah, but I feel like if Nike didn't take the stance, they would lose so much. They might go bankrupt. I'll be honest. Cause I think, um, now this is just personal opinion. There's no facts. But I feel like black people buy a majority of Nike sneakers. That's including Jordans. I, well, I think okay, black so people, not to be, I think black people buy a majority of sneakers. In general, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm the right messenger. I mean, decide. I don't know Somebody about Adidas. Outside of Yeezys, I'm not I, sure what Adidas do. White people buy Dockers? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't know. I disagree because I feel like one, there's more white people in America than right, we ain't talking about right, than right, black. But they buy I'm like one saying. pair of shoes per year, right? I guess so. But um, Nike definitely did take a stand with Cap, like you know. So before that shit was cool, and before like we even protested or decided that we was going. Take our money out of these companies if they didn't. Or Spe- speaking of protests, are, do, are we going to address the Wendy's and you know all that good stuff that w- just happened last night? Why not? Was you done with your thought first? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm just going to say Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, I Twan. said Adidas. Twan, you got an answer? Uh, yeah, company that been holding us down. <laughs> he said um, uh, the shoes. Um, Stacey Adams. <laughs> <laughs> is Stacey Adams white though? Is that a white company? Probably. Yeah, I thought. They, I mean, I, I assume with a name like Stacey, they were white. No, they spell it with an E though. Oh, <laughs> the wood. You remember the dude from the wood, the brother? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so last night there was two movements going on. Two different. Well. 
not too far away from each other. Uh, protesters stormed the interstate 8575 connector, north and southbound lanes. Yep. And traffic on the northbound lane was backed up from, I'm a guesstimate about the Grady Curve, all the way back to Mount Zion Boulevard. Shit. Yes, sir. Like traffic was at a standstill. For over, All the way to Mount Zion? Bruh, because you're talking about no movement for can, can over an hour. Can y'all build a picture for me? Because I, I don't I don't know street names. I'm okay. sorry. So you know where downtown Atlanta is? Yes. You know where Jonesboro is? Damn. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that far. <laughs> way back. Wow. And okay. they cleared the, the southbound lanes first before they got all everybody off of the northbound lane. So traffic was interrupted. Uh, well over hour, hour. It was well over. I would say about two hours. Just my guesstimation. And uh, simultaneous. Uh, dang, but I but he got his glasses right. right for the smart word. I gave him the focus on the aesthetics. the word out. I gave him to let go of the glasses. The word disappeared, man. You know, so I'm like Peter on the boat, boy. I gotta keep my eyes on Jesus. <laughs> I hope that was Peter Lord. All my Bible scholars just DM me directly. Don't don't embarrass me in front of my friends. <laughs> anyway, but simultaneously, um, there was a protest happening in front of the Wendy's where Rashad, last name Brooks, I want to say, was gunned down. Um, it was a peaceful protest. His family members was out there. They they had a chance. They had a moment of silence. And then um, Karen came with the bull. And, uh, that shit is, man, that shit is. And it is on video. Thank God it is on video. They have video evidence of this white girl. Um, she eventually covered her face, breaking the windows of the Wendy's and causing a fire. And the Wendy's burned, and it was seen on CNN burning. Yeah, Rashad Brooks, I said that. That's why I showed it to you. I ain't wanna I ain't, you, you just tell me I'm right, man. You broke the fourth wall. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I I man, I'm glad that the revolution is being televised. Make sure you're on the right channel. Right. It's Be, being streamed. I, I disagree with you. Guys. It's, it's being streamed. streamed. I'll give you that. Cause Tele- televised is just you know, I wonder yeah. how much of like the fucking riots in the nineties and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, was started by other people. You know what I'm saying? I wonder how right. much, like, riots or... That is uh, true. That's uh, a good thought. Well, protests from the from the past was fucking started by these infiltrators. But, like, you know what I'm saying? We get the bad rap from that oh, shit. Right. Like, Rodney King and all that shit. Dude, was that really us? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And, like, I, I feel like a part... We, we made a... Nah, I'm not... We might have burned some shit down. Oh, no, we, it, we'll participate. Right. But, but it's we popping it off, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? They out here putting bricks, packed piles of bricks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Where protest is going on. Like, it's it's dope that we live in an age where everybody has a fucking, I'll say 90% of the people got a 4K camera. You know what I'm saying? And can record some shit. Cause it's, it's a given a curse. It, it is. Yes. But it's right now. It's a, right now is a gift. Right. Because we look at where we came I from. Think, I think the rear camera is a gift. That front facing camera. <laughs> right. I give you that. But look what right. we look what we graduated from. You know what I'm saying? We graduated from fucking World Star and seeing niggas fight and shit all the time. Like shit, seeing niggas do shit that's 
like, you know what I'm saying, downright disrespectful and, like, also attributing to, like, how people look at us negatively to being able to fucking protect ourselves or get a fucking, you know, unbiased opinion about what the fuck is really happening. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if George Floyd had not been recorded, would we know it was eight minutes and 46 seconds? Nope. Would we know, like, that this man called for his mother? Would we, mm. would we be able to see... The pain, or what we heard, what we have heard about some shit on the news the next day that said, "Oh, he was resisting arrest." Right. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we we live in an age where a white person can fucking burn down a Wendy's, and the next day we know that they did it before the motherfuckers can go on the news and say we did the shit. You yeah, know right. what I'm saying? Before we can keep getting our names fucking tarnished in a way that. You know what I'm saying? We got we have an opportunity to prove to to summarize what you're saying. Yeah. Steven Jackson said the best. Control your own narrative. Right. We get to control our narrative. Yes. I I'm sorry. I, got, I, got, I, I know I, I keep no, back, I keep getting yeah. super passionate about no, this. No, no, no. I appreciate like, it, man. It's Napoleon who keep cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Napoleon always say, I'm not trying to cut you off, but uh we never did answer the Wakanda question though. We never did answer it. I'm I am i am glad you brought that back. I was just gonna let that slide. Oh my bad. It was Twan question. I answered my own question. I think I'll it's important though. I think I think it's important. Ask your question again, brother. So, how can we call? Why are we calling Atlanta? Nah, the you gotta say it right. Can we really call the, Atlanta? The man Wakanda? said he don't know his question, but he. Well, knows. I mean, I didn't know which question you was you referring to. Yeah, <laughs> damn, bro. Y'all just roasting. Okay, okay. I see what it is. Is can we? Okay. Can we really call Atlanta Wakanda with? And I just listed some example: voter supreme uh, suppression. Um, the killing of unarmed black men, and what was the other example I gave? Doesn't even matter. I mean, well, Wakanda's fictional, man. We can't compare reality to a fictional world. Everything about Wakanda we saw on TV was ideal. And it was probably what really, the biggest message I got from Black Panther was how, well, two things. Um, we all know Michael B. Jordan's famous line, um, when he was about to die, right? Is this your? Oh, never mind. About how he would much rather. <laughs> he says, "Is this your king?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your king? <laughs> you got tabs open, man. I got tabs open. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your? That's the, that's the one line you remember. He said he would rather die than be, you know, basically. Yeah, bury me. Yeah, yeah. Bury me in the ocean with my ancestors and then be left a hostage, and you know, basically, instead of being a slave, let me just die. But the message that was before that, the, the gist of the story was how his character, a killmonger, was so jealous. A black man was another, jealous of another black man that he knew he was related to but never met because of what happened with his father. And so he had so much anger and animosity built up in him that it kind of deflected all the great stuff of the movie. Like he, he, his goal in life was to get to Wakanda and take the throne. He didn't care at what cost, no matter how made it, how bad it made his people look. If Wakanda, well, he, well, not his people, how bad it made Wakanda look. So to answer your question, I can't really compare a fictional story to a real world. I mean, I guess you could say if we're basing off America only. All right, so so let me rephrase the question then. Can you really call Atlanta the? There wasn't saying there wasn't saying like Atlanta's Wakanda because I mean, of course it's not, but they're saying that. 
it, yeah, Black Mecca. It, this the is be, where black people chance. want to be. The best chance. I, yeah. I've been saying that. Though. So I, you agree with that statement? I would say people, like, I mean, so much, like think if you retire in the North, come down. If somebody benefits to bringing it to Atlanta from from personal level, business level, financials, all that stuff. So I would say, yeah. But I, I, I agree, but not to make it seem like, oh, it's all oh, this great, but I'm just saying comparing the other options that there are in America – Hey guys, uh, this is about all we have. Blacks is thriving in Charlotte. They are, but the Charlotte is kind of like on the upswing, and it's Charlotte's also on the a ref- upswing. Yeah, it's a reflection of Atlanta. Like it's like it's like oh, we see what y'all doing in Atlanta, so we're gonna do it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, that's just my perspective. I ain't been to Charlotte, so let yeah, me. Yeah, I, have, I haven't lived in Charlotte. To, but- to all of our Charlotte fans, that's not a shot at y'all. For me, Eric, I just I'm I'm, res, I'm responsible with my words. That's why I speak. Apologies to so, certain people. Twan, what's your sentiments on the subject? I'm gonna go last. It's my question. Okay, so I, I went. We went. What you I didn't about? go. Okay, brother. I know. Oh, I, oh okay. <laughs> Damn, you been talking so much. I just <laughs> 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 the boy gonna work the board next week. Right. <laughs> On the show next time, it was like, man, all my comments gone. <laughs> I w- I would say, um, Wakanda no, but like Black Mecca yes. And the reason why I say Wakanda is because Wakanda is like perfect. You know what I'm saying? The the whole conflict of the Black Panther and Killmonger was based off of one incident between the king and his brother. You know what I'm saying? And that. Spurred a lot of shit, but as far as like the land and how it was ran, it was ran damn near perfect. But I do think it's important. Like I think it's an important question because it causes you to reflect on like what standards you put by your name. Meaning, like if we if we consider ourselves a black mecca, we do got to fucking address voter suppression. Like we do have to address these things and not like lose that shit as a part of the fight. But I'm done with my 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 woke thought. <laughs> oh man, I'm here with you. And and unfortunately I agree with you, Eric. I feel like Atlanta's cool for black people. They they don't get me wrong. There are other cities that uh, that black people are thriving in and some people love Better than Atlanta, i.e. Houston. Yeah. DC. Uh, you said who? DC. I, I personally don't like the traffic in DC, but yeah, DC is another city like that. Um, however, man, I lost my train of thought. I'm about my I, see he brought oh, it up. Bro, I, I had fucked a good, it up. Had a, oh man, it was gonna be good too. Man. Oh, we got time. We let oh, it breathe. Well. Nah, it's it's gone. So I was saying there's other cities. Boom, 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 da, 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 da. Anyway, yeah, they're, they're, long story short, or long story forgotten, uh, there's a lot of issues in Atlanta that needs to be addressed before I can say uh, Atlanta is the quote-unquote black mecca. Uh, for instance, Cobb County. Um, they, you know, they, they cop told that white lady, hey, you know, we only shoot Negroes. Like, for cops to be joking around like that. You know, saying you can't tell somebody who live in Smyrna, Marietta, they don't live in Atlanta. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I got one more thought. Go ahead. All right, and this is it. It's gonna be quick and short. And uh, 
some people think moving to Atlanta is going to solve all their problems. It won't. That's it. All right, go ahead, Eric. I was going to say, well, you did say people think Smyrna and Co- or whatever Marietta are in Atlanta, right? Or I was what? at it. You can't tell people who live in Smyrna and Marietta that they don't live in Atlanta. Yeah. You can't tell the black people in those cities. Well, technically, <laughs> but technically they are because it's in the whatever thing. King had went over this with Atlanta us. Metro yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, that thing. So technically nah, they nah, are, they, but we know. They don't say Atlanta Metro. They say, I live in Atlanta. Right, we, we know. Like, now they, <laughs> right, we I had this know. girl I had this girl tell me she live in Atlanta. I said, what part? Rome? No, <laughs> no. You live, wow. you live in Tennessee, girl. <laughs> and no, I'm not coming to see you tonight. <laughs> this was in college, too, by the way. I, you, I was going to say, bro. <laughs> damn. I appreciate you, you well, know, be, for yourself. I, I'd be so mad if you're talking about driving for... No, we, that's a whole other thing. But uh, I do want to go into final thoughts. Oh, I thought you was going to answer the question. Oh, I did. He did. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I agree with you, man. Oh, my bad. No, Eric just t- said so fucking much. I'll start off final thoughts because I have the most. My big initiative from this whole movement is to really highlight black businesses. Like, whether or not we want to call this a business, this is a business. And you're definitely an entrepreneur. So, I, number one, shout out to 121 Dreams, man, for making this uh, happen. Without him, we don't have a podcast. Simple yes, as that. And so everybody, if you're interested in putting your thoughts into a recording and publishing it to the world, talk to this man, 121 Dreamers on oh, IG. Or a pretty fly for a fat guy as well. Hit him up. A couple other people that I have been rocking their apparel, buying their buying their products. Uh, Almond Brown underscore 26 for the Beards Do It Better t-shirts. Shout out to you, man. He pulled up on me and everything. We, we met him that night. We went out downtown for the art show. Uh, he had one of them tables up there with the, with the, cl- the apparel, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, ma'am. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Rhythms in Motion Dance Studio out there in Smyrna. They've been showing love for a minute. That's my guy Alan and his wife Nia. I fuck with them the long way for real. Um, the cookie jar, um, sky high, sky underscore high underscore cookie jar. If you need your edible fixations to be fulfilled, um, reach out to them on Instagram. They will take care of you. Also, shout out to King underscore Queen underscore Mentality, Superman on um, Instagram for Superman 1914. Yeah. yeah, Superman 1914. That's my brother right there. He laced me with a new shirt recently. I hope everybody supports if you're able to. If I not, lost my shirt, man. I was so mad. I had to buy Damn, I had it on. I worked out. That shit fits. Like, yeah, heaven. I ain't picked up the second one yet. And then also, I want to call out Lil Baby for his new song. That should have been a repeat for the past 48 hours nonstop with me. What about the Trey Song song? You listen to that one, too? I heard that one. That one's straight, too. I even posted it on my IG, but the little Baby song hits a little harder. A little harder to do. It, it's a hip-hop song, and then he was actually speaking some shit I never heard. I, for this song, I couldn't really fuck with the baby outside of, the little Baby outside of a couple songs. This one right here was actually relevant, and he was articulate with it, which I mentioned earlier, and I appreciate it. So that's my final thoughts. All right, Ed, you got some? Yes, E money. <laughs> you know what I ain't gonna take up. Twenty one dreams. <laughs> Y'all know now. I can speak for a long time, so I ain't gonna take up too much time. Right, before you say your final thought, this is Eric, and we are the Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I ain't really got no final thoughts other than just uh, fuck. 
I just said everything I had to say. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were coming. You said, "Fuck, oh shit!" Oh, I bro. mean, I, I don't want to take another thirty minutes, but no, nah, I've I've said everything I want to say passionately. I'm extremely passionate. So, uh, Napoleon, what's your final thoughts? All right. So, my final thoughts. Um, I definitely want to say I think that for some reason or another. We have been brought into the perfect storm yep. of uh, civil unrest. I mean, people are getting paid. They they essentially getting paid. They don't have jobs. And, like, the hypocrisy of America has been going on for far, far too long. So with if you take all those things and put them into a microcosm that we have now, political unrest will grow and grow and grow. So changes have to happen. I'm uh, interested to see what's going to happen in July when stimulus and unemployment and things like that run out. But as of right now, anytime something happens, uh, I could see people being boots on, not, I wouldn't say boots on the ground because it's not like it's a military thing. However, people are willing to go out there because it's, it's been a thing and people are fed up. And now, you know, we got the, we got the time and we got the money to do it. So that's, that's kind of how I'm saying or how I'm feeling about it. And uh, I also want to highlight Juneteenth. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to highlight Juneteenth. Uh, it is, I believe, this Saturday or Sunday? It's Friday. 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 I knew it was a weekend. <laughs> I knew it was a weekend. But, uh, yeah, highlight Juneteenth. On Juneteenth, shop with black businesses. I don't care if you celebrate or not. Just find somebody black and give them $5, $10, $50, $500, whatever you got in your pocket that you can give. Make it your tithe and offering for that week. I ain't trying to talk about your religion or whatever, but just shop with black people. Do something with black people. So throw some on the person. grill. Yeah, throw some on the grill. Get drunk like you do for all the yeah. other holidays. Yeah, yeah. Just nice fucking fireworks and motherfucking stuff. Teach yeah. your children. Yeah, what Juneteenth? To start pre- celebrating Juneteenth. Make sure they know the true meaning and why we celebrate it. Right, absolutely. So those are my two final thoughts. Yeah, I got a homeboy in uh, in Texas or from Houston, Texas. He was like, "Yo, we always celebrate Juneteenth." Really? He's like, "Moving to Georgia is the first time we did it." You know what I'm saying? So like. So yeah, <clears throat> you know, last year was the first when we went to the event. Remember, we went down to the yeah. Mercedes Benz. That's when I started wearing rings, looking like the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been recruiting you slowly. Yeah, we're gonna make a hotel over to the the, the <laughs> we'll hotel Grams. <laughs> hotel Graham. I'm proud of you though. Super, super proud of you. Not that I'm here. sitting on the past you or nothing like that. I don't know I where just, you're going with that, but I'm gonna come back to you. What'd you say? <laughs> 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 nah, so so when you walk, you use oils. You don't use that cologne to get the women that you you know how you be putting on body the oil. I'm walking, yeah, I got on some Jimmy Choo right now. Oh, oh you really <laughs> wanted to say he had on some Jimmy Choo. <laughs> I mean, so you're rich. Yeah, yeah, he he said I had some fuck, cheap yo. shit or something. Right. <laughs> Jimmy Choo with the what, 175 for that bottle? <laughs> you really turned into a Lennox nigga. Hold on. Skinny jeans, shorts, with a <laughs> camouflage shirt, and the beads on. Hey, back to you though. Beads and the Apple Watch. Please cut your um, mustache down with your dress next time. <laughs> <laughs> what does your shirt say? <laughs> uh, ain't worry about nothing. I think. Hold on. Oh, ain't got no worries. Yeah, I ain't got no worries. It's an old shirt. I know it's old, nigga. Like, oh. that, shit got, that shit got splattered paint on. 
Like, they yeah. BFFs. You got splatter paint on your uh, capris. He got splatter paint on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Jason and Ali Uta Joe from Napoleon. I'm about to get on him with this Mr. Potato Head beard stash he got on. <laughs> get out of here, boy. Look like you pegged your face, your hair on your face, boy. I'm about to get on you. <laughs> Man came out here in the thickest long sleeve shirt. <laughs> <laughs> With a pocket potato. Is that a long <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no worry. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, man. So my final thoughts. <laughs> After getting flamed. Uh. Oh, man. Mm, excuse me. I swallowed on the wrong pipe. My bad. I apologize. That's what she said. Pause. Oh. I ain't need to see. That's what she said. Though. You been hanging around the pole too long. I, I know, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you gonna stop getting your hair twisted. <laughs> Is that your final thought? <laughs> Is that your final thought? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I. You don't have to wait till Juneteenth to support black businesses. Uh, please. Make a habit of trying to introduce yourself to more black-owned businesses to support. Uh, support those who look like you and genuinely care about you. Um, and we don't take discounts from black-owned businesses. We don't at we, all. We don't take discounts from black-owned businesses. We don't. Okay, my, Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> my final thought is, uh, hey, man, we appreciate y'all listening and support. Shout out to King Williams for uh, going pre, pre-show live with us. And uh, shout out to Jason because I know he got to split one of them checks he got from all them sponsors. You just uh, you just shot it out. Right, he gonna you know drop it. Right. That's why he eating rack of lamb this week. He got forty. He got forty eight sponsors. <laughs> Man, boy, he's, he found out with ten minutes. Shout out to McDonald's on, that. <laughs> on North Do North Side. What shoes you got on today? <laughs> We're gonna do this right now. <laughs> you got a do rag. Hold on. I ain't got a flap out like our other homeboy do. He be having a flap out. Black superhero music. He came boy. back to your house with that one do rag. <laughs> oh yeah. It's oh, in yeah. the back seat. It's my favorite one. Nah, nigga, how many do you have? Twelve. That, you know to have that? a favorite do rag. I used to be a uh, fade twine. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm Afro twine. I ain't never mm-hmm. seen nobody. With their name embroidered on a do rag, though, that's gonna land somewhere. I just don't know where. Hey, man, somebody, <laughs> so- <laughs> I feel like that should be the beginning of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all are gonna leave me like that. I ain't got time for none of y'all, man. Oh, yeah, man. We have had a great time. We ain't had time for that last joke. <laughs> Twine, Twine just gonna. Keep on talking. Hey, this is my homeboy, Twan. Hey, this is my homeboy, Jason. This is my homeboy, Napoleon, with the do-rag on. <laughs> and this is my homeboy, Twan, with the splattered, I ain't got no workout, <laughs> Nike shirt. Oh, so we just going to keep this episode going. <laughs> Welcome to the extra long extended roast me session. About to get on my homeboy. What? Oh, <laughs> oh shit. I didn't realize that was an army fatigue shirt you had on. You it look, look well, kind of like flowers. Well, you look like a garden. 
<laughs> See this one on life. I, I can't even let you do that. You lost all that weight. I'm judging right. big dude. Right. Judge man every time big dudes wear something, gotta be food related. But he still got his. I said guard. I said. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm just saying. I've oh. been laying through these shots. Oh. This shot do look like Grace Jones on. Right. You got on a tall T long sleeve. What a pocket on it. Shirt look like Al Roker skin, boy. Are you? I'm just saying. I, I was letting you. I, you know, I said I wasn't gonna go out to my BFL, but you, you done. You got the you whole. You got the whole set on, huh? <laughs> what whole set? The, not the whole tap. The whole set. You got the, the full bead. Um. All right, and we're gonna end this podcast on that note. <laughs> on a bad Jason joke. Oh, I didn't get to the joke yet. <laughs> oh, clearly. This is my BFF, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> this is my homeboy, Napoleon. This is my homeboy, Twan. This is my homeboy, Jason. And we out. out.